This Shabbat is known as Shabbat Chazon. We read just now, or Milton read, amazingly, the first chapter of Isaiah, and we saw Isaiah's first vision or prophecy. The verse that always jumps out at me is verse 17. We read there, Limdu heitev dirshu mishpat ashru chamotz. Learn to do good, devote yourselves to justice and the wronged. This is one of my creeds. I aspire to do good in the world at both the micro and the macro level and to leave the world better than I found it. Hold that thought for a bit. Many of you know that I recently spent two weeks in Israel studying with 150 other rabbis at the Shalom Hartman Institute in Jerusalem. The day before I left for Israel, during Seudash Lishit, I shared my struggle with what to do about the 17th of Tammuz, which would occur when I was in Israel. Would I fast or not? Some of you were there, right? Okay, so I'm not making this up. <laughs> the 17th of Tammuz is one of the four minor fasts on the Jewish calendar, three of which are connected to the destruction of the first and the second temples. It begins the time on our calendar known as the three weeks, which will end on Thursday with Tisha B'Av. A little background. We read in the Talmud, five matters occurred to our forefathers on the 17th of Tammuz. The tablets were broken by Moses when he saw that the Israelites had made the golden calf. The daily offering was nullified by the Roman authorities and never sacrificed again. The city walls of Jerusalem were breached. A general named Opostomos publicly burnt a Torah and an idol was placed in the sanctuary. Now some of these might sound like big deals to you and legitimate reasons to fast for eternity, but there is halachic precedent for not fasting on these minor days. A few years ago, one of my teachers, Rabbi Elliot Dorf, wrote that his teacher, Professor Saul Lieberman Zichronali Vracha, who was arguably one of the greatest Talmudic scholars of the last century, he told his students that in Slobodka, Lithuania, where Lieberman was trained, the rabbis and the students didn't fast on these minor fast days. I couldn't uncover the exact reason, but they didn't. Rabbi Dorf also wrote that he himself does not fast, based on his feelings that these minor fasts obscure the importance of the establishment of the State of Israel in 1948. Ten years before Rabbi Dorf, Rabbi David Galinkin, a conservative posek in Jerusalem, also wrote on the topic. His actual question was, in light of the rebirth of the State of Israel and the reunification of Jerusalem, should we continue to fast on Tisha B'Av and the other three fasts which commemorate the destruction of the Temple? In his conclusion, he wrote, we should fast all day on Tisha B'Av while ruling that the three other fasts are optional. So on the 17th of Tammuz, I was in the Jewish and democratic State of Israel in Jerusalem studying Torah in an egalitarian environment, and I was not in any way feeling persecuted. In fact, Hartman served as lunch, and our daily snacks, especially the afternoon popsicles, were not taken away. Nearly all of the rabbis that were there freely drank from our water bottles, and the answer to those of us that were together, I did not fast on 17th Betamuz this year. Now what about Tish Abba'av? that will occur on Wednesday night and Thursday. You can be sure that even though I will be at Camp Ramah, 
I will be fasting from evening to evening. According to the Talmudic account, on the ninth of Av, it was decreed upon our ancestors that they would all die in the wilderness and not enter Eretz Yisrael. The temple was destroyed for the first time in the days of Nebuchadnezzar and the second time by the Romans, and Betar was captured, and the city of Jerusalem was plowed, a sign that it would never be rebuilt. Once I learned a little later in life what Tisha B'Av was actually about, I've observed it unless I was pregnant or nursing. Like Yom Kippur, it is a fast that starts at night and ends at night. But there's something about sitting low down and chanting Eicha that hits me in my kishkas because that melody is haunting. So this year, based on a passage from Rabbi Ismar Shorsh that I found when I learned it a couple weeks ago, I am doubling down on my commitment to the mitzvot of Tisha B'Av. He wrote this about 30 years ago, maybe even 40. Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av are tandem. Whereas Yom Kippur is set aside for self-reflection, Tisha B'Av is dedicated to pondering the nation's destiny. Now, from this bima and that one, <laughs> I have made my Zionism clear. It is ironclad. I've said this before. I live my life between my trips to Israel. The rebirth of Israel can be viewed as a return to the fullness of the Sinai Covenant and to Judaism as a way of life, wrote David Hartman. And that is what I saw, and that is what I heard when I was there. Last Friday night, I did not go to shul in Jerusalem because I sat on the mirpeset, the balcony of the apartment that we rented, and I heard Kabbalat Shabbat coming from somewhere in the neighborhood. I heard the whole thing. It was amazing. It was spectacular. Judaism is in the public square in Israel. And yet, every week, Hundreds of thousands of Israelis take to the street in 34, 35, 36, 37 degree weather. They don't really talk about that as much. It's hot. With their Israeli flags to protest the current political leaders. And families are having trouble talking with each other. I witnessed it last week at Shabbat lunch with my own Israeli family. These same families who generations ago together sat by the rivers of Babylon and wept as they thought about Zion can no longer sit together. I'm going to fast on Tisha B'Av because the Talmud teaches on the ninth of Av, whoever mourns for Jerusalem will merit and see her future joy. And whoever does not mourn for Jerusalem will not see her future joy. While I learned a lot of Torah by day, and I ate great food and drank wonderful cocktails by night, there is an avira, a feeling in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and every other city most likely right now, that's not joyous. I want to merit to return to Israel and see her future joy. I hope to be there at the end of March. So this year on Tisha B'Av, I'm going to mourn Israel's past and focus on her current troubles. I'm going to pause to do that because there's a lot of troubles. But then on the next day, 
I'm going to recommit to the present and the future of the Jewish democratic state of Israel. May she remain Jewish and democratic. Avi Mayer just wrote one day this week that the tenor of the debate, the ferocity of the argumentation, and the bile suffusing our national conversation should give us all pause. This is not the country our founding fathers and mothers had in mind. The time has come to step back, reflect, and chart a path forward together. I feel like we're nearly back at the sinat chinam, the baseless hatred which tradition informed us, destroyed the temples and the sovereign Jewish homeland. And that's what I'm going to focus on when I fast on Tisha B'Av. Now the full language of that verse, verse 17 that I started with, is limdu hetev, dirshu mishpat, ashru chamotz, shivtu yatom, rivu almana. Learn to do good, devote yourself to justice, aid the wronged, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, and plead for the widow. Now we might all interpret this verse differently, but let these be our marching orders as they pertain to the state of Israel and our commitment to her continued flourishing and existence as both Jewish and democratic. May the words of Israel's Declaration of Independence ring true. The state of Israel will be open for Jewish immigration and for the ingathering of the exiles. It will foster the development of the country for the benefit of all its inhabitants. It will be based on freedom, justice, and peace, as envisaged by the prophets of Israel. It will ensure complete equality of social and political rights to all its inhabitants, irrespective of religion, race, or sex. It will guarantee freedom of religion, conscience, language, education, and culture, and it will safeguard the holy places of all religions. If you've never fasted on Tisha B'Av before, maybe this is the year to try it. It's on Wednesday night and Thursday. Join us here for Minyan. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>